Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another finally episode of the reset. <laughs> finally, Hi, we're here. Sabrina. Hi, Sean. How are uh, you? You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> hanging in there. Um, I I love podcast introductions, Sabrina, because you and I talk so much, but then we have to be like, tell me about your life on the intro. Um, but as Sabrina knows, I am I'm hanging in. Um, now, Sabrina, my friend, you are getting ready for Tokyo. You had such a great run in Chicago. Oh, thank um, you. So you're yes. running. I know all things in that regard are going to the outside world very good but how are you outside of that stuff i'm doing well yeah we are entering the most wonderful time of year yes <laughs> get it see what i did there i see um, what you did there and i will <laughs> i will put the stipend on if you didn't somehow read the intro to this episode or the social post about this episode <laughs> That's what we're chatting about today. <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year and yes. all the things that come with that. But yeah, it is. We were um, in addition to chatting about our love of Lego, as we usually do. Uh, shout out to Andy for that. Also, we were chatting about yes. you a little bit. Um, we were also talking about how December is one wild month for a lot of people and on a personal level, um, especially to me and my family, we have I think it's six family birthdays, including mine, within the month itself, in addition to all the holiday extravaganzas. And so while we all can say things like, it's the best time of year and it's so fun, it is. And there's a lot of stressors that surround it too. So that's something we wanted to talk about today was just a way to kind of try to keep the fun in the holidays and try to keep ourselves as humans grounded through the holiday season. Obviously doing that through running and walking, but as a way to make those things more enjoyable and not just something that we feel like we have to do or have a to-do list and get that stuff checked off. Um, so one of the things we want to start with is just why are the holidays like so hectic to begin with? I mean, we want to do everything. There yeah. are so many fun things happening and I think FOMO is at a high probably this time of year. Would you say that, Sean? I would 100% say <laughs> that <clears throat> FOMO's at an all-time high. Um our friend Stacy as well recently had posted just about um that while the holiday season is a wonderful season, it comes with that added um anxiety or terror of getting your friends the right gift or making sure like you said you make it to the holiday party or the birthday party for those of you and i want to just like people who have birthdays in december man you should all i don't know there should be some kind of award like you've spent your whole life trying to compete with the holidays like and it's right it's everyone basically as soon as fall unveils itself to northwesterners northeasterners midwestern like you're like all right it's time for candy it's time for 
cookies. It's time for food. <laughs> it's time for all of these things. And to anyone that has a birthday through that period, it's like everyone kind of pops up for a second to be like, yep, it's your birthday. And they like give you like 30 seconds of like birthday. And then they're like <laughs> right back down into the candy canes and cookies and presents and movies. So I just, man, to, to everyone who has a, a holiday season birthday, I, um, bravo to you for tiptoeing <laughs> through what is a, a difficult time, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, I, I hear that. And, uh, I do have several friends who have birthdays in this month, in addition to some family members. And one thing we always talk about is just how good our family and friends are at still managing to celebrate us. Um, not managing, not just managing, but, but yeah. truly wanting to celebrate us too. I think yeah. I'm very fortunate with with my groups of people in my life that recognize that. And, um, I will say on, <laughs> on a very personal level, when I was, when I was a kid, really young, this wasn't just like yesterday <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> the, uh, kind of like always thought for a few years until I really understood like, Oh, the Christmas lights are out for my birthday. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's that's not for you, Sabrina, but that's okay. <laughs> but but I will say to that, just real quick, it does make it more festive. Mm -hmm. Like I I really like having my birthday at this time of year. Um it's it's a it's a great time that, you know, mm -hmm. for the most part, people are enjoying themselves and having a good time. Of course, we're gonna talk about why it's stressful today, yeah. but um there are, you know, there's so many decorations and and the act of of giving a gift to me too is like one of the thing, one of the things that can bring you the most happiness. And so just seeing that happen around me at this time it makes it makes it extra special um yeah. and this year even more so because i will be the big four oh <laughs> you will and i had the delightful pleasure of designing you a fun shirt that oh. involved math to try and put that together. John, we cannot wait to make the debut of it for all of you. Oh, <laughs> this was yeah. some design feat, everybody. I cannot fun. wait to share it. Um, but yeah, so let's get back to talking yes. about the stress aspect here. Um, something that as you were talking about the parties and the gift giving and all of that stuff that I also was thinking about <clears throat> was the idea that there's part of the stress, I think, is that there's this pressure with the end of the year coming mm -hmm. and then a new year about to begin. And, you know, as the song goes, like, what have you done over the course of the year? And just thinking about what you accomplished or maybe what you didn't accomplish. I think that's normal for us yeah. to reflect back on that. Um, and I think maybe sometimes part of those stressors come in because we don't necessarily have that time, given how chaotic this time of year is to reflect on that. And yeah. I think by reflecting on that, we can go into a new year a little bit more maybe calm and centered. Um, but, but something that I wanted us to think about from a psychological aspect is this idea of stress responses. And we're going to talk today about kind of maybe some of the things that Sean and I do in order to deal with those stress responses. But um, at a, at a, basic conceptual level, I think one of the things that comes up for me with this is this idea of, you know, obviously the more we're in stress, the more stress we have, like 
right? Duh. Like that makes sense. But we may not fully recognize what our bodies are doing in -hmm. response to those stressors when they're happening. So um, a site concept I wanted to share with you all today is something called general adaptation syndrome. This is a little bit more scientific, but it comes from a guy named Hans Selle, who is known as the father of stress research. In the 1970s, he was really the first to identify stress's connection to body's body responses. So obviously, we knew back then that there was stress and we knew that we get sick, but he was really the first to make the connection between how stress can make you sick. So he identified three different stages of this stress response. The first step is this alarm. So you have some sort of uh, stressor, some sort of thing, trigger that's happening in your life. That's the alarm phase. So your body's trying to fight that off. The next step of this is the reaction to it. So how do you deal with that? Do you dive into it and try to resolve it? Do you run away from it? I think we've talked on this podcast before about this idea of fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Um, So are you going to face that stress? Are you going to run away from it? And then finally, and this is, I think, one of the most important pieces is this third stage, which is exhaustion. So a lot of times when we are under stress, we get sick. Right. Mm -hmm. And that can be in a number of ways. You might get a cold. Um, COVID is obviously under that list of things now, too. You might just have really bad headaches, whatever it is. Your body is done. Right. Your body has expended all of its energy that it has up until that point, and you are exhausted from dealing with those stressors. I think on a larger scale, sometimes this can connect to something called appropriately, the acronym is SAD, (laughs) seasonal affective disorder. So, This is a very serious case where people during those dark, uh, cloudy, stormy winter months, they have those emotional responses that are more intense than at any other time during the year. And so all of this kind of put together is just making it more clear that there is a response that your body goes through when you are stressed. And maybe we don't give that enough credit. Right. Mm -hmm. We're saying when you're sick, you need to rest, of course. But do we always? Not necessarily. (laughs) And at this time of year, this is probably one of the most important things we can do, given how busy everybody is, is give ourselves that time to rest and recover. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Diving off <laughs> that points. That was a lot. Diving <laughs> off points. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of diving off points. Um, yeah, I mean, from I was I was so for everybody out there before we pod, Sabrina and I usually aim for a five to ten minute overbrief or something <laughs> like that. So it turns into a forty minute because mm-hmm. we we get deep, um, <laughs> and yeah, I. I am the type of person that, and it's a thing that I actively work on a lot, not to overabundance of success thus far, but um, I want to accommodate people through um, actions in terms of doing things for them. Um, That's my, that's my general makeup uh, is 
maybe not so much words and phrases as much as actions and and all of those things um going the extra mile for people doing things for people um it's the primary driver for the run it's one of the drivers that led to me starting a podcast which has been fantastic um but then the holidays show up and the holidays are just um an overload sensory overload period of uh wanting to do more for people or feeling like you know you you made the excellent point about how the end of the year makes us all reflective to some extent mm. um usually to our detriment um even if we've had a great year um the the i think one of the worst things our minds do is you know there's that poker player kind of uh cliche of like they never remember the hands they won they remember every bad beat like they remember the worst mm. um so we can have great years but we can come at out of the end of the year with uh oh but but i didn't uh you know maybe i didn't run this one race pace i wanted to as fast as i could or maybe i feel like i didn't do enough um strength work or maybe uh i wasn't quite there as much as i would have wanted to be for friend x or family member y or or, or things like that and I, I think it's really important to this is not easy right like it, it it's very difficult but give yourself a little bit of an opportunity to find the successes and try and appreciate those for what they were um what they are what they'll lead to what um i i i even try at this point sabrina to look at life as just life and we have <clears throat> christmas and birthdays and new years and all of these holidays but if december 31st into january 1st is a big red reset button every year <clears throat> for me that's not a very healthy thing like <laughs> i would prefer just to be like every day is an opportunity to get a little better. And I, maybe that's a, a place that some people can kind of lean into is it's not, you know, the, the new year's resolution is the, the most hilarious thing ever because it's like, <laughs> I am going to dissent from everything, but on January 1st, hard reset. And this is why new year's resolutions traditionally don't go well for people because they almost like, counterweight those things so heavily like well i did say i'm gonna eat better and i did say i'm gonna start that on new year so i am gonna go way hard on the christmas dessert table because january 1st but then your body's like hey you gave us a lot of sugar and that was really fun <laughs> and now we don't have that anymore what's up with that and that's super hard um but if we can maybe just try to move through um our days and our weeks at this point of the year of more of just a little incremental successes and not lean on well january 1st it's a new year um you know it, i i've listened to so many podcasts where some people are like is it though like we decided what years are like this is on us we decided that a new year starts <laughs> <True>. <laughs> um it's just days it's just time maybe you know 
we all do want to overextend. We all do love our friends and family. That's a natural thing, but maybe don't create that added pressure of like, oh my God, like 2023, boom, that's the year that I do all the things. It's just, let's maybe look at incremental change, but that's kind of where my mind has sat with this thing is like, I, yeah, I a hundred percent can say I have seasonal affective disorder. Um, it, you know, you're kind of familiar with this too, Sabrina, when, when it's winter in the Midwest, Northeast, it's just gray all the time and it gets <laughs> yes. dark really fast. And the thing about snow is it's not like rain. It doesn't like rain happens and then rain dries up, but snow happens and then snow has to melt and it takes way longer for snow to melt. So there's just snow all the time. And it's difficult to, when the one sunny day does happen, it's usually so blindingly bright that we don't even appreciate it because the snow <laughs> right. is there. Um, I can't see anything yeah, to enjoy it's this. It's just hard, but you know, so I think it's just trying to for me, at least, it's like I just need to kind of move day by day and <clears throat> do a better job for me of. I'm like my mother, I wake up and my mom and I joke about this so much now, which is a great thing that I can have with my mom, which is. I wake up and think there's 25 things that I can accomplish today. Today's the day I accomplished 25 things. <laughs> no, today's the day I accomplished two things. And then, right, that's the reality. Um, so it's it's being better about, um, you know, <clears throat> don't try to be as critical as what everyone is going to think of you. It, everyone's already thinking of themselves. Like I, I woke up to this this morning. There was a meme of like, if you think everyone's mad at you, you should see how mad they are at themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so Ooh, that's yeah. Yeah. That, that that's a that's a good one to consider cuz you're cuz we're so often especially again at this time of year so often self, self-absorbed not yeah. in a way that is um necessarily like a negative connotation to it, but it's self-absorbed as in, I need to do this. I need to, like we said before, I need to buy this gift for this person. I have to RSVP to this party, whatever it is. Um, And I think connected to that, one of the things that struck me the most about what you were saying is the idea of incremental wins and not just trying to get it all done just to do it. Because I think that's the other thing that can happen here is that when we are in these moments of stress, it becomes more about survival rather than enjoyment. And if we feel like we have to do all these things all the time, and I am certainly guilty of that. (laughs) I am a type A. If you follow Enneagrams, I am a type three. I am a (laughs) doer and a mover and a shaker. And I want to do, do, do. And if we're always in that mode, how much are we absorbing and how much are we enjoying? Um, and so to that, to that incremental point, um, I think one of the things that I think about as I do get older, um, is thinking about trying to, especially at the holidays, enjoy those moments a little bit more thoroughly, not just feeling like, okay, here we are. Like Thanksgiving is a perfect example of that, right? My in-laws are older. My parents are getting a little bit older um, and realizing what kind of time we may or may not have. And so instead of trying to think in my head, like, okay, did... 
did I have the desserts right? Like, do I have everything set out right? And certainly yeah. I, I didn't host this year, but I still had to bring things. And so you're just like keeping track of all that stuff. And for those of you that did host, whew, congratulations, like <laughs> Thanksgiving dinners can be intense, but whatever you had to do, have you stepped back for a moment, right? And pause. Yeah. And I think I I tried to be more conscious of that this year. And I'm trying to do that now as this busy month begins again. And certainly one way of doing that is making that time to get outside yes. and yes. enjoy whether it's cloudy or sunny, <laughs> try to <Yeah>. enjoy <laughs> that fresh air and no matter how cold it is. Um, Right. You know, being both of us being runners for a long time, we're and especially Midwest and Northeast and wherever we are, if we're more used to the cold weather running. And so that's something that, you know, we can easily deal with, maybe not happily, but we know right. how to deal with it. But I think that those are important things to remember to try to maintain those moments of um recognizing the importance of things and recognizing the significance of things and trying to maintain that focus when you're in those busy parties and things. So how mm -hmm. do we do that easier? Well, it's setting up maybe a run date with a friend, right? We're more yep. motivated when somebody is waiting for us and that person will be motivated as well. Right? If we know yes. that somebody is expecting us, then we're less likely to back out of that. Um, Another thing is to prepare. This is a great time to start stocking up for yourself, right? Make sure you buy a gift for yourself this year. You did a good mm -hmm. job this year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, buy yeah. the gear that you need. And that obviously is connected to where you live in, in this world. But having a reflective belt, having a reflective vest, having a headlamp like that, if that's not something that you currently own... I would make that a priority for your shopping list because that's going to yeah. get you more motivated to go out when it's darker, right? These and, they, and all these things, I, I don't say these as profound statements, right? They're things that we know, but we also know that sometimes just having those little reminders about them can make it a little bit more pertinent to us and make us do what we're going to do. And going back to something you said about um, that reflection piece and about approaching the end of the year and you know, something that might be helpful for us too to deal with those stressors is to try to remember those fun times you did have when you were running, right? If yeah. we find that running is important to us and we value it, then I think it would make sense that having those fun experiences with racecations or just going to races or traveling with friends to races or just meeting your neighbor down the block for a run that seems that it would be even more important to talk about those and remember those yeah. and talking about the incremental piece. If we can remember all those things that we did throughout the year, then maybe that change of the clock from December 31st to January 1st doesn't seem so significant because mm -hmm. it's really just another day. Yeah. Well, and those are all such crazy valid points. And like, I, <clears throat> To anyone who has, you know, and Sabrina, this this will happen to you today, but um, <laughs> like to anyone that talks to me long enough, I usually end up at a place in some kind of conversation of like, one of the things in life that drives me the craziest is when 
it's you or it's a nephew or an uncle or somebody and a loved one in your life says, oh my God, I remember when you were, you were just eight. It seems like yesterday. My brain wants to go crazy because <laughs> when our, when our minds stopgap 30 years of a person yeah. oh, and, my and, and then your brain goes, oh my God, time flew by. No, 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 no. Your brain wants that. Your brain wants the quick. Your brain wants you were seven. Now you're 40. Wow. That was a really long time. Wow. I remember when you were seven. Wow. That does seem recent because you have the memory. Mm. What I do, because I get, I get anxiety about that. I don't, I don't like thinking when I was five, holy crap, I'm not five anymore. I'm way <laughs> past five. You, you need to slow down and say, mm. There's actually a lot. There's actually a lot of moments between five and your thirties or your forties, right? There's, there's a lot. And to just look at your age X, you were age X. There's a big time gap in between those things. And wow, time flew by and isn't time fleeting. Yes. Time is fleeting. Yes. We don't, we can't buy more time. We can't do any of those things. But I, to that point, like even just looking back over this year, a lot of people will go, oh my God, New Year's. Whoa. Like New Year's was like a week ago. No, New Year's was at this point 330 something days ago. <laughs> um, and and slow down for it doesn't take long, right? Take 20 seconds and say, what things stand out to me this year? And I can stop and you know, think about I the funniest thing, Sabrina, is this document that we usually look at for our notes was created in January. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've done five episodes wow. of this. We've talked to you on the podcast. We've done a lot of things with the Swifters. I freaking showed up in Skokie and met people. You we, came to Skokie. I came to Skokie. <laughs> we ran a marathon on the same streets. We uh, made a beer. We designed a label. <laughs> That's just me and you stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's Whoa. 15 Whoa. things. Right. Mind blown. 15 things in a 12 month period. December, January suddenly doesn't feel so close. There's mm -hmm. a lot. There's a lot in there. And that's where, especially for running, we were talking right before this episode about it's really, I told Sabrina, if you want any distance, one mile, five miles, 10 miles to punch you in the face, trivialize it. If you mm -hmm. show up to a run, and say, oh, well, I've only got three. And, and Autumn catches me all the time. If I say I've only got three, she goes, no, you, you don't only have three. You have three and you get to run three. Mm -hmm. And that's a fantastic grounding thing. But if you show up and you stand on your trail or your pavement or your sidewalk and say, I just, I just have to run for 20 minutes today and then I'm done. That 20 minutes, let's talk about time taking time. That's going to take a while. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's there's value, right? Like in the running sense of all of this, like we should never trivialize any distance run period. Mm. Like I remember I finished my run today. I haven't run since the Chicago marathon. Today's the first day I ran and people, uh, we are recording this on December 2nd. We're not supposed to timestamp stuff when we talk about things on the podcast, but I'm just going to throw it out there. It's been <laughs> a minute. And it's because there were just things mentally and physically that were pretty upset about parts of what happened for 26.2 miles. 
that's on me. But we should never, ever, ever. I finished my run today and thought, I remember celebrating three miles when I started running four years ago. Three miles was a big fucking deal. It was Mm. a really big deal. I ran three miles today after not having run for almost two months. And, and we should part, celebrate that. Congratulations. My, well, thank, right, thank you. Seriously. And, and parts of my body wanted to be like, it's only three. And wow, look how much athleticism we've lost. Well, no, I haven't run in almost two months. And I, I think as you know, we're in this point of reflection, I'm not saying reflection is bad. Um, I think it's valid and it does help us a lot, but don't like, oh my God, like trivializing five or six miles when you're running 16s and 17s and you've gotten way faster and all of these things like there's just value in the miles there's value in running there's value in you know one of the first things that got me moving as a runner was i ran in high school i hated it but in my adult life when i came back to running um i kind of it took me about eight months but it was when my grandmother died because she had terrible arthritis and was in a wheelchair for 20 years. And one of the last things that we kind of talked about whenever she passed was just like, that lady never got to walk. She spent the last 20 years of her life probably just dying to want to walk. I would I would love to go for a walk. And that was my starting point was like, I can't just walk. I can run. And I don't know why I've been trivializing running for so long. I don't know why I've been putting it on the back burner. I need to do a thing for myself. I need to celebrate the fact that I get to do that thing. And Mm -hmm. that core sometimes can dim a lot or go out completely. Um, But I'm going to really try as I come back to attempt number X of steady running with the understanding that 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 pilot light is incredibly important to everything else I want to do in running. And I need to stand at the start of every run and give myself five seconds to remember that pilot light because otherwise none of this stuff is going to add up to anything if I don't have that thing that keeps burning. So that's, that's a part of all this, like running through the holidays too, like, when your life gets busier for some people, you either get really defensive of running and you avoid other things, or you go do all the other things and your running drops off. And then you get to a place. My inner voice through these last six or seven weeks has been, I'm not going to not get back to the runner I was in October. I can I can build that back. And having the belief... Um, a lot of people did fantastic jobs through Thanksgiving of saying, you know how far you have to run to run off your turkey? Zero. Like, don't don't look at the food and be like, mm. oh my God, I need to run twice as far. Eat the cook, eat the cookies, like eat the stuff, drink the eggnog oh, if yes. you like eggnog. Like, oh yes. Don't do any of those things. Just acknowledge that this is a season where there's extra sugar stuff. There's but the sugar stuff usually means you're with the people that you like and love. So, <laughs> right. True. Like, so take the win that you get that moment, you know? And yeah, that means you might eat, let's be honest, 50 cookies. Like you, you might eat a lot of cookies, but you're going to have a chance to come back from those things. And our bodies change all the time. So don't look at this month or two months of just like 
oh, everything I've done is falling apart. No, you're in a season of life and embrace that season of life mm-hmm. and enjoy it. And don't look at January as a reset, even though we're talking on a podcast called the reset. Um, but <laughs> that's your mindset, though. It's your, your mindset. Mindset, it's your mindset reset. <laughs> so that's how I'm trying to mature in my life to to approach these things. And yeah. the other great point you made is that the time with people is is everything. Like when I've done just like you, it's really funny that that's where you are too with your kind of mindset with things. Is um, as I've been thinking more and more about the holidays as we've come into them is just like, it's, it's really not like anything that is a good memory comes with people and not so much an outcome. Like I ran like the 2019 Chicago marathon was one of my best moments and feelings as a runner ever. But do I remember the entire race? No. Do I remember walking through Chicago with my parents in autumn? Do I remember going to dinner mm. with them? Do I remember yeah. post dinner? Do I remember the flight? I remember all of that. Yeah. Those are the parts that made that weekend that weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not Correct. saying the marathon's not an importantly valuable part of that, but that weekend feels the way it feels in my mind because of people and not so much a finish line. Well, and <laughs> I literally, this was in my mind, as you said that last thing there, it's, and that's how I think if we are able to make time to get out for our runs, no matter the weather, no matter the, the sky, what it looks Mm -hmm. like, whether there's clouds, no matter what is going on, then that I think allows us Thank you, endorphins, right? (laughs) That allows us to have that space in order to enjoy all these precious moments more. Absolutely. And it's so hard to not say, I have to go running or I have to do at least three miles today or I have to walk for at least an hour. It's so hard to not say that kind of stuff. I mm-hmm. certainly say it yeah. every once in a while. And it it's it's really challenging to get into the I get to, uh-huh. especially uh-huh. especially when our sponsors might drop us if we don't get out for the run. Oh wait, we're not Des Linden. <laughs> we're not. Mm. <laughs> right. I have to remind mm. myself of that. Um <sighs> but seriously, it's yeah. it's hard to remember that because it because it is so important to us, right? Mm-hmm. The the running is so important. It is so valuable to us. And so we want to get out there and do it, but sometimes in the midst of all these other busy things, it just feels like one more item on the to-do list. Yeah. However, if we make the space for that, whether it's with a friend, whether it's at 4 a.m., whether it's at 10 p.m., and if it is I'm not going to use the word just Mm -hmm. if it is one mile, then that's it. That is what you can celebrate because that one mile could be the thing that allows you to have a little bit more mental space to enjoy that family event that you're going to go to. And I just always want to reiterate, it's always easier said than done, but our our purpose here is, of course, not to give you therapy. We're not certified in that sense. <laughs> no. But it is to give you tools that both Sean and I have personally used that yeah. we may not use correctly all the time mm-hmm. or all the time at all. 
But they are things that we've used that try to help us a little bit. And we just want to be able to share that with you too. Absolutely. And I think, I think something else that I wanted to go back to was like the reflection piece. I think part of that can also be a stress reliever as well, right? If we are trying to reflect back on things that we had going for us this year, or, you know, even just a single moment here or there that meant something to us, that can also remind us to, have some more gratitude or to be grateful for those opportunities that we do have. When you were saying that list of things that you and I have Mm -hmm. done together, just the the two of us, I mean, obviously with help from many other people, but just in the context of you and me and our little circle of life together, I was like, wow, we did all that. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, it feels like we've been chatting forever I mean, and this I podcast know. just started this year and yeah. it, it feels like the Swifters have been around forever, but they just started about yeah. a year and, you know, three months, months ago. And yeah. it it's really good to hear that and to think back on that because mm-hmm. for me, it reminds me that we can do a lot yeah. and we can do a lot of hard things and running helped me get through a lot of that. Oh, hundred percent. The good and the challenge too, that came with every single one of those things. Yeah. And then, you know, whether it's running or I talked to so many people uh, in the running community that, you know, are trying to find the thing that, you know, I, the cliche is the only thing at the top of my brain, but like that lights their soul or, you know, like, um, and it's, it's the belief that we all possess within one another that lets us grow often more than the belief we have in ourselves, which is why to all the points that you've made, like this season, making the, the effort to, to run with friends or walk with friends or spend more time with those people that, you know, they are the people like <laughs> a lot of what for the run is moving toward, um, is a result of belief that autumn gives me and you give me and Blair gives me and 15 other people, 20, um, a lot of other people i'm not even going to put a number on it but it's really hard to be standing at a proverbial cliff and if it's just you trying to convince yourself to jump it's a really really hard thing if you're standing there asking yourself if you should jump but there's 40 people behind you that all say well we all we, we all built you we actually all built you a bridge you don't have to jump like we, we built you a platform you can just cross like you don't have to jump um that's an amazing place to be and that's a super healthy place to be um think about all the people that whether they're on instagram or in person that um i think one of the best things ever for me and the first marathon i ran was two months or about six weeks before it i had had a really bad run and I was kind of questioning if I was going to be able to do that, that run. And, uh, our friend mama Brooke runs 365 just sent me a quick DM with, you've already done everything you need to do. 
you've you've put in hard workouts you've run really far um that's not to say you should stop running for the next four weeks and then try to run a marathon (laughs) but it is to say you don't you don't need to stack pressure on yourself for these last four weeks of working out you've actually already built you know the foundation and that i i remember i read that and thought wow I, I i guess i can do that thing and i know i can do that thing now this person believes i can do that thing and just to step back from the perspective of you and i like how many times this year has one of us Every time Sabrina and I have a conversation, it starts with like, either do you want to see something cool? Do you want to hear something (laughs) cool? Um, Do you want to know a secret? Those are like the three entry phrases to our friendship. And how many times have we had that in 11 months and 14 months of Swifters? And um, that's for everybody out there. Like that's don't look at, oh my God, it was new year's so not long ago it's how many people lifted you up how many people believed in you how many times did you do a really hard thing and then have the support system to celebrate those things those are all awesome milestones like so yeah it it is also tis the season to have seasonal affection just like (laughs) it it, is the season to kind of be depressed we we're all here but we're all here like that's not it's not the lonely bridge that you're going to walk out on and be like i am dealing with this thing and i don't think anyone else knows where i'm at but oh my goodness we're all here I you know was having this exact conversation um briefly with a friend this week and he was feeling kind of unmotivated with yeah. his running as a lot of us do yeah. especially going into the winter months and especially given the stress as we've already established of this time of year um and he mentioned that he was looking on Instagram and and social media stuff and just he he said to me wow like it's it's really great not that people are feeling this way but it's yeah. really great to be able to look at the honesty that some people are comfortable sharing and realize that I'm not the only one feeling this way. And there are some people that are just not feeling it right now. And when he said that, I felt that also. Mm -hmm. And I also, I said back to him, none of us are ever alone. Yeah. And we might feel that it's certainly a valid feeling to feel that you are alone. But as you're alluding to, all that work that you did for that marathon, all the work that we do for the podcast, all the work that you do for, for the run, all the work that I do coaching other people, just anything that we do in our lives, there's all this support in the back that we don't necessarily always recognize as direct, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's there regardless. Yeah. Um, you know, when I went for my run this morning with my friend, we were talking about, um, just how sometimes like the deeper conversations are sometimes harder to have when you're running just because of like all the distractions and stuff that can happen while you're on a run with somebody. Yeah. But I know that if I need to talk about something serious, I know she's there. So it's like, it's all that support that's there. And if we allow ourselves to recognize that and allow ourselves to use that um, in our lives, then especially this time of year, 
all that stress can be reduced, if not a lot, at least a little bit, knowing that there's other people there that we can talk through that stuff with. Yeah. While you were saying all these things, Sabrina, I had this moment. So I transport back to October 6th and we're both in sketchbook. Do I need to get a Kleenex? No. No, I don't. Okay. I don't think um, <laughs> okay. it's more of the hilarity of oh, okay. mindset of mindset, um, which is we've things are kind of wrapping up and we were both standing closer to the bar and it's me and Sabrina and we're looking at the 30 some odd Swifters that came out that night, probably more um, and Autumn and Blair. And I joke to Sabrina, look at all this like this is you look at this this is you and i'm i'm not gonna this isn't to say ha 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 look at you because i did the same thing (laughs) you you couldn't you you kind of uh resisted the urge to to let that hit you like a dump truck and then you hit me with look at all these people in your stuff and then mm. I kind of went Mm-mm. like we both kind of <laughs> we both gave each other a very, very, very big compliment of look at what you did. And we both in those moments couldn't give ourselves 30 seconds to be like, holy freaking crap. We both just kind of laughed, got something to drink and went back into the cloud of all of that stuff. But um, that isn't and that isn't singular to us that everybody i think that listens to this and anyone who isn't we all have those like and i can say out loud like i i a hundred percent don't give myself 10 seconds any day of the week to be like look at all the stuff i did it's more Mm -hmm. like there's a roadmap and i know where i'm going um it's right i mean on a road trip we're not often thinking I remember 50 miles ago when we went through Memphis. Wasn't that fun? We're more like, yeah, we have we have uh 200 more miles to go and I really can't yep. wait to get there. Yep. Um but for everybody out there in your running life and your personal life and this holiday season and all of these things like I think that we can all myself included like take a minute. We all have it. We all have a handful of these moments where you did a hard thing. You did a series of hard things. You did series of scary things and all those things are super awesome and that is also stuff that can help you not feel like january 1st was so recent like there's there's actually a big handful of like scary things hard things amazing things that that we all did so mm-hmm. um take a minute to go find those things in your head and mm-hmm. you know i've been trying to do that i'm i'm trying to sit in december and uh recall where I was last December and the December before that with the business, with running, with, um, with everything and just be like, Oh, I I actually have, you know, I think one of the things we all like to do is like, what would the Sean or the Sabrina or the Brooke or Andy or anyone say to themselves three, five years ago, like, where are you at now? And that's not to say we're all going to find pieces of that to be disappointed in because our brains want to do that but find the good stuff and try to 
try to sit with that for a little bit of time and, and be grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I got the chills when you talked about that. I know. And <laughs> did you see them? They were, <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> talk off of me. The, 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 <laughs> the thing that you and I kind of share is when something kind of hits one of us, we do kind of like there is like a bit of a, a, bit of case, a, a you all can't see us right now, but we're sort yeah. of doing a, a shutter yeah. motion <laughs> simultaneously <laughs> through our screens. I, you know, it's so something that struck me that was funny was sort of like, yeah, you know, let's not treat December 31st into January 1st as like the reflective point. And here we are reflecting. We're on doing all it. We are doing it. Yeah. So it almost makes me feel like we should have this kind of episode in like, mid-March, <laughs> right? <laughs> to be like, where were you? Yeah, yeah. Two marches ago to now. Yeah. But to that yeah. point, it is a natural state that mm-hmm. whether through societal norms or whatever, we've put ourselves into this position at this time of year. And, you know, what What better time to do that? Honestly, you've got family events, you've got friend events, you've got... Uh, Santa hat runs, you've got uh, the candy cane lane that you can drive through and uh-huh. see the holiday lights. Um, you know, you've got so many of these celebrations that it's hard to not want to do it all, which is, of course, lead- leading to the stress. But yeah, how lucky are we that we have those opportunities that's right, uh, that's right. to remember why we do what we do and to also just enjoy these last few weeks of the year yeah. in a way that feels celebratory. Whether you ran your first 5K, if you ran your 10th marathon, mm-hmm. if you got out and did a mile without walking for the very first time this year, if you ran your first 50 mile race, whatever you did, yeah. those are all things worth celebrating and reflecting on. And that can make you that much more willing, I guess, to enjoy what is happening at this time of year, whether that's a very small family get together or a giant office party of a hundred people that you don't really want to go to, but find yourself <laughs> obligated to right. think of what the small things are within that too. Those incremental, as you talked about before, those incremental wins. Um, and I think that that can help us get, not just get through it, but enjoy it too. Right. A lot yeah. of times People phrase it as I have to get through the holidays. And Mm -hmm. certainly we all have different personal experiences, which can make the holidays not a good time of year for many of us. I'm certain of that. I know people like that. Um, But if we try to rephrase that in terms of incremental wins, not the huge things that we have to do, you know, maybe that helps us. Mm -hmm. Maybe that helps us. Yeah. I was, I was thinking too, while you were saying all those things is like, Maybe it's kind of, it's so funny how flip floppy, you know, like we can be like, well, this is where my mind is, but actually my mind can be over here too. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So the so incremental things. That that makes us, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think a thing that I've kind of subconsciously done through the last few years is, especially the last couple of weeks of December, my running becomes less about training for a thing and becomes more about actually feeling lighter that i i get to run to round out the year and i it's almost like your little couple of weeks of like victory lap of 
I got to, I got to run for a whole year. Like, you know, um, so maybe, you know, maybe that's a healthier way for some of us too, to just move through, um, this final month of 2022 with like tying the shoes, putting on the gear, getting outside is, you know, a healthy cap on a really, um, whether it was a down year and up year and injured filled year, any of those things, if, and, and I think it's a, there's value too to prefacing it with if you are a person that's um i've seen a couple of people in booties or arm casts or anything like that that are coming back from injuries too um it's a good opportunity to reflect and um you know kind of like we talked about that you're not in a pause state right now you're just in a transition state and uh you know it's a good opportunity just to reflect on the things, see the good and yeah, don't put all your eggs in the January one basket, but, um, just be grateful that, you know, we get the time we get to go out and do the thing we love to do. Here's something that I have done not consistently over the last couple of years, but I try to do, I just randomly found it on some social media post a while ago and you take, um, a receptacle of some kind, a mason jar was in the <laughs> in the thing that I saw. Um, but you can use a vase, you can use a box, whatever you want, and you keep a stack of post-it notes next to it with a pen. And you can obviously start this anytime, but mm-hmm. January first <laughs> might be a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start this anytime. Basically, you write down one thing that was good in your day. Yeah. Fold it up put it in the jar, put it in the box, whatever it is, and then feel free to open it whenever you need a boost. Maybe wait until the end of the year and reflect that way. You can certainly theme this towards running, you know, keep it by wherever you come back from your runs and write down one good thing about that run. Um, You can theme it to family stuff. You can theme it to whatever you want. You don't have to have a theme at all. You can do it however you want. But I found that it's a nice way to kind of keep a journal or a diary throughout the year without feeling the pressure to because for me that doesn't work i can't do diaries i can't do journals i've tried so many times i've tried running journals i've tried and they don't work i I fall apart with them whatever it is about that that doesn't work for me but this has worked for me it's simple that's awesome yeah. All I have to do is write down one thing. I don't have to. I get to. I get uh, to write down one thing. <laughs> catch my rephrase. Uh, I get to write down one thing. And you know, every so often I'll open it up, pull out a couple. If I'm feeling kind of the <laughs> pull out a couple, read them, and okay, does it change my day or my mood completely? Probably not, but it it's at least a nice reminder of something good that happened. Um so take that for what it's yep. worth. Um, yep. Take our other suggestions for what they're worth. Um, but I can just say as a reflective piece, a huge amount of gratitude to you, Sean, to Blair, to the entire four-year run and for the run family for allowing me to board the train, as it were. <laughs> I got to keep the swifter references. Um <laughs> to board the train this last year and be a part of this and, and to all of our listeners to say, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for letting us share our thoughts and feelings with you. Um, it's something that 
I've wanted to do in my life. And I appreciate being given the opportunity to do it. And I appreciate all of you listening over and over again, too. I'd yeah. wonder sometimes when we record, like, is this making any sense whatsoever? Because <laughs> in my head it does, but I don't know how it sounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just sort of breaking the fourth wall there to, to let you guys know that, um, you know, we want this to be valuable. And yeah. certainly we appreciate the time that you devote to us. And yeah, thank you, Sean, for letting me be a part of this and for letting me kind of make a spin off of what you guys have been working so hard for so long, uh, you and Blair. And this is this has been in a whatever way, a, a life change for me that's been for the better. So I appreciate you and want everybody to hear how much gratitude I have for it. And you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, one, uh, I will do the exact thing I joked that we love to do. I, I will, I will accept, I will accept. Um, thank you for all of that. Um, and then I'll, I'll joke that, uh, in my head, it was not so much that we stopped the train and said, get on. It was more like I grabbed you and was like, guess what? You're getting on this train. Um, but, uh, no, um, I appreciate that a lot. Um, and a thing that I'm kind of finally allowing myself to come into is it's a really weird place. Um, and it's a place I don't think a lot of people like to sit down and say this, but like it's it's a cool thing to acknowledge and understand and see that a thing I started for the run. And then another thing I started for your run, um, the Pacers project and being able to have some level of involvement with the Swifters. There's, there's all these crazy highways of sorts that have, I mean, Sabrina, like we've actually changed the trajectories of people's lives. And you know what I mean? Like if yes. people don't have the, the run club, if people don't have the run and walk club, right. If they don't have Swifters, they're doing a whole different set of things on a Tuesday night. Right. Yep. Um, yep. And, and, and thus the rest of their weeks and days and months have changed because they have a new set of people that they like and love and want to do things with. Um, so to see any time that, people tag for your run or for the run and and say like, I'm so grateful that this person, I found this person on for the run or for your run is mildly terrifying. Cause I put, <laughs> I put that pressure on myself, but also yeah. I'm trying to give myself the perspective to be like, you, you did that thing. You um, did so it's weird it's very weird um but under all of it like the reason that um i always find that it's worth it is um uh, i never want to say this out loud to people because i don't want to feel like a quote-unquote charity case of sorts guys i don't often i think twice I've, i've paid myself from for the run twice like i sell stuff 
I try to give back as much as I can. I reinvest like crazy because there's a big group of people that I want to make cool stuff for or be involved with. And that to me means just doing. And and that's that's how I function. Like I'm an I'm an actions person. So that means printing more shirts or trying new apparel or finding new stuff or in the case of this year, trying to start my own effective clothing brand, not just apparel. Like um but it's because Swifters believe in the stuff that I do. It's because you believe in the stuff I do. It's because Blair and the, it's insane to say, but thousands of people who have bought for their own stuff, like that is the drive. Like I don't, you know, there's not much that is, um, I'm going to laugh because when we started, when we hopped on our Zoom, Sabrina was like, your wall of stuff behind you is growing. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's it's really weird um, to be in a place to do that stuff. So I appreciate you. I appreciate the Swifters. I appreciate the Pacers, um, all the people that support For The Run, all the people that listen to any part of For Your Run, this guest's um stride pods anything like that um it's weird to try and acknowledge that that's a thing that people want to listen to or want to partake in or want to um shop with so um you are awesome i appreciate all the things that you do and all the goofy crazy conversations we get to have and (laughs) um i will give a very 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 I can't say enough fairies. Massive shout out to Autumn. And I'm whispering because she's in the other room. Um, <laughs> she permits me to be in a, 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 a crazy, crazy world of building things and designing things and uh, messaging people and really distant other parts of the world at crazy hours and um, supports it. and applauds it and celebrates it and if anyone if everyone gets to have a person like that in their life then you win so um i get a bunch of those people in my life i get autumn and you and blair and a whole literally the amount of people that i get to talk to on a monthly bi-monthly basis that are just nice people is insane so thank you everybody um we're going to end this episode because if we don't, we're going to talk forever. <laughs> Before we go, yeah. Sean, what is on a funny note? Because we've yes. been very serious now for the I last know. few minutes, which is important. And we want you all to know how much we appreciate you. But I want to end with what is something fun or exciting that you hope to receive this holiday season? Oh. Uh, so I'll I'll say the the funniest thing about everything every holiday season is that my mom gets to joke that she's never had to adapt her shopping style for me. I I turned eight. She's once. still buying Lego because so I, are my parents. Yeah, right. yeah. I turned eight one time, and then the gift guide never changed. Um, it's 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 Lego. It's um 
if there's some goofy little robot thing that is entertaining, I'll take that. <laughs> um, this year, uh, um, yeah, that there's there's some Lego sets. There's, um, yeah, the it's like asking an eight year old what they want for Christmas, right? Like, if, <laughs> well, if, that's if, what effectively everything. I'm asking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh there's a lot of little just funny running things i want uh i just got a new koros watch i want the koros Ooh. foot pod i want the foot pod that comes with it mostly because when i run on a treadmill the treadmill doesn't understand what's happening because <laughs> like it's an it, it's it's effectively big bird trying to run on a treadmill it's like i don't know what your pace is i don't know where you're going i don't align with what the treadmill says um, i'm pretty sure i've seen that sesame street special <laughs> <laughs> it's called big bird trains for a marathon um, uh-huh, it is. yeah yeah um and it annoys me to the moon so i want that pod because the pod knows like how fast your feet are moving so it understands like your gait and your speed and it makes your watch happy on the treadmill so that's like my nerd request is i want a koros foot pod um i want all kinds of goofy tech i bought myself one thing for christmas uh that people are going to eventually start seeing i got myself um a an led um neon for the run sign <gasps> what yeah um and i'm gonna put it i'm i'm gesturing to sabrina everybody i'm gonna put it on the wall over here oh, we're i gonna, cannot wait to we're see we're gonna this. paint that wall so that it's like a darker wall so that the sign can light up and yes. i'm gonna i'm gonna be more uh in front of the camera with for the run in the coming months years etc um i I, yes. I can do a better job of personalizing it i i've had so many people reach out as a lot of people and thank you to everyone who's bought things but like a lot of people are like hey who do i who am i talking to and i'm always like it's still me it's the same person it's just me it's just <laughs> me um so i i should just get out in front of things a little bit more and talk about stuff and i want to do those things so um yeah i have i i I did a thing, uh, Stacy gross. Thank you. She was kind of the North star of like, buy the thing. Um, <clears throat> Blair also <laughs> lectured me about just shut up and buy the thing. Uh, and autumn does that too, but I got myself a sign. So that was kind of my pseudo Christmas Love gift it. to myself. And we're going to put it on the wall and it's going to light up and I'm going to, um, be in front of that and say more words and more stuff. Um, so I got myself a thing. Uh, then yeah, I, I joked with Sabrina before we started, I bought myself a new watch and some new running shoes to kind of help December feel more run esque. Um, but yes, so those are my things, Lego goofy neon signs, running foot pods and, uh, all that. What things, what things are on, um, the currently 39 year old Sabrina, AKA 12 year old Sabrina. What's on, what's on the list? <laughs> well, um, kind of. On a serious note into a funny note, I know I said this was not supposed to be serious, but the first <laughs> thing that Sabrina wants for Christmas is a healthy training season to get me to the yes. start line and the finish line of Tokyo Marathon on March 5th, which Heck leads yes. to the fun thing, which is I want nothing more than the giant 
and I'm kind of making a big poster size yes. um, esti- estimate, the giant frame that will hold my six medals, mm-hmm. my six star medal, a couple of photos and the certificate that you get when you finally get your six star medal, which for me is hopefully at said finish line in Tokyo on March 5th. It's going to been a long time coming. We're manifesting <laughs> it already. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, oh my God. That made me so, so addition- excited. And it's not even me. It's you. <laughs> in addition to, also, if anybody wants to get me Legos, that's always a good choice. Yes. Any shark shark themed items is always good. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do love I love chocolate. I love coffee. I love wine. Mm-hmm. I love beer. Mm-hmm. I love all those things. But most of all, I want to display the things that I've worked Heck twenty yes. years to get, and I hopefully knock on wood, <laughs> this is the year. I'm telling you, I will build a damn plane myself if we have to to get you to stink in Tokyo um, out of Lego yeah. I hope not oh, to- mm, Technic hello uh, technic, inside hello. jokes for everybody that no one else gets but us um, oh, well yeah. listen Santa if you're out there please hear both Sean and I and everybody mm-hmm. else that is asking for things both seriously and on a fun level um, and thanks for listening to us as always we're gonna be back after the new year with talking about spring marathon training yes before we know it so we'll have something good planned for you all for then of course all right well now we do we just have to stop so (laughs) as per usual we will end if it if we do an episode of the reset and we don't end with this we haven't succeeded and it's if you run what is it, Sabrina? If you run, you You're are a, a runner. runner. You belong. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. See you soon. Thanks for listening to For Your Run, a podcast brought to you by For The Run. Special thanks goes out to all of our supporters on Patreon, whose contributions and support help us put this all together and get it out into your ears. If you're interested in becoming a member of the For Your Run pod family, you can learn more at patreon.com slash foryourrun. We hope this has been a pleasant break in your day, and we look forward to you bringing us along for your next run or whatever it is you have going on in your life. Till next time, run with heart, and we'll talk to you soon.